0: Shalom to all! Today we're going to learn Messeches Megillah, Perek, Dalet, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Le'ilu Nishmas, Reb Meir ben Ramardachai, his neshama should have an aliyah, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Reb Pesach Moshe, ben Rabbeizer Zalman, his neshama should have an aliyah. And we continue talking about leining. Mishnah Beis tells us, Barash HaChadashim, V'chal Hashamaid, kiran Arba, Anush Arash Chodesh, we read four aliyahs, we call four people up to the Torah. We don't read less lessen that or call up more people than that, and no leaning Haftarah either. The one that opens up and the one that closes, meaning the first Eila and the last Eila. They make a bracha before and afterwards. I remember we explained in the previous Mishnah that in the times of the Mishnah, only the first Eila would make the first bracha, and the last Eila would make the last bracha, and there were no brachas made in between. However, already in the times of the Gemara, it was established like we have it nowadays that every Every single oile makes a bracha before and afterwards. And now the Mishnah tells us, zaha This is the rule. Kal bay mosaf, if it's a day that has Mosaf and it's not Yamtiv, for example, and arba. So we read four aliyahs, And that's because since there's an added Kiddushah, we're going to add another aliyah. Biyamtev yom on Yomtev itself, Chamisha we read five aliyahs, Shisha on Yom Kippur we read six aliyahs. And B'Shabbes Shiva on Shabbos we read seven aliyahs. And that's because, since every day has an added kedusha to the one before it, Yom Tif is more Kaddish than Chalemayin and Rosh Yom Kippur is more Kaddish than Yom Tif, and Shabbos is even more strict than Yom Kippur, we're going to add on an extra Aliyah. Now over here, in Pach Sinemahin, we're not allowed to read less than this amount of Aliyahs, Avom Aisif and but we could add on to these Aliyahs, that's because no one's going out to work, and therefore it's not going to be a bother for people to stay in Shul for a little bit longer, to have an extra Aliyah, and Um and Benavi, we also read Aftar from the Navi. Now, now, the reason why we read Haftarah on Shabbos and Yontef is subject to Machlekes, but the general accepted opinion is because there was a point in time that there was Xerosh Hashmad, the rulers of that time, made Xerosh, the yiddin are not allowed to read from the Torah. So in order to compensate that, they read from Navi instead. And that's why almost every single Haftarah has at least 21 psukim. Y 21? So that corresponds to the seven aliyahs read on Shabbos and the minimum of three psukim that's read in every aliyah. Three times seven is 21. And lastly, the Mishnah tells us, <laughs> the one that opens and closes the Torah, meaning the first ayla and the last ayla. They make a bracha before and afterwards. Again, as we said, the first ayla makes the first bracha, the last ayla makes the last bracha, and no brachas are made in between. And now moving on to Mishnah Gimel. Now this Mishnah discusses all things that need to be done with 10 people. Since we just spoke about reading from the Torah, which we know has to be done only when there's 10 people in shul, as this Mishnah is also going to say, we're going to learn of a number of other things that are only allowed to be done with 10 people because of their elevated level of kedusha. So the Mishnah begins, Ain person al-Shema. No being pyres al-Shema without 10 people. What does this mean to be paris al shma? So according to the bartanura and Rashi, this was a minig that they had back in the times in the Mishnah. Let's say everyone davened at home, up until Shema. And they said Shema at home. Then they all came to Sheol and they gathered together. So they don't start from the beginning of davening. They're Pyrus al-Shema. One person gets up. He says, Kaddish barchu, they say one bracha of the brachas of kriya shema, and then they jump right into Shmaina esrei. And this word pyres al shmah is a lashon of prusa, which means a piece. They only do some of bachas kriya shema, and not all of them. Continuing on, the Mishnah says, one's not allowed to daven for the Amud, which means he's not allowed to lead chazars hashats if there isn't ten people. kaihanim, don't do kaihanim without ten people. we don't lane from the Tyra without ten people. we don't and no the Either vain no doing Now what's this? So they had this minig back in the day that during the procession of a lavaya, when they were leading a body to be buried, they would stop seven times along the way and get up and give hespedim. And wouldn't really have this minig nowadays. But this mamaru which literally means standing and sitting, was only allowed to be done with ten people. The ain berchas avelim. They also don't say the bracha of avelim, which is after the body is buried, all the avelim, the mourners, would stand there and all the people that were in Accompanying them would stand opposite them, and one person would get up and make a special bracha, which is consoling the mourners. This is when everyone would pass by the Avelim, and say words of consolation to comfort them. This refers to Shefar Brachos, and we don't say a Zimun with Hashem's name. We know when there's three people eating together, we have a Zimun, and we say, And when there's only three people, we say, But when there's ten people, we add in Hashem's name, and that's what the mission concludes, we're not allowed to do any of these things, with less than ten people. And lastly, when we're dealing with the land, of a coin, we need nine people and a kayin, meaning we have to have 10 people, but one of those people has to be a Kayin. Now, what does that mean with land? So let's say a person was makdish their land. They said, my land is consecrated. It's kadesh, It's for the Beis HaMikdash. And then they want to redeem their land. So they need to bring 10 people together to make an official evaluation how much their land is worth so they could pay that to the Beis HaMikdash and get their land back. And what the Mishnah is telling us is that we need nine people and a Kayin. And that's learned from a Pasuk. And similarly, v'adam a person also is just like this. What does that mean, a person? So let's say Ruvain says, I take upon myself to pay Shimon's worth to the base of Megiddosh. So now we have to evaluate how much Shimon is actually worth. And over here, also, we need to have nine people and a cayenne. We're going to stop here for the day. We'll pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Dalit and Hay, continue to talk about leaning from the Torah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.